A narcissist is in transactional analysis, someone with an I plus U minus attitude. I am okay, you are not okay. This is their stance in life when they deal with most people. It comes in various intensities. This trait springs from various reasons. One of them is parenting. Another reason could be some form of deficiency or insecurity they felt in their early childhood. Or it could be a traumatic experience that they felt and went through and that caused it. The way this mechanism functions is through a sense of inflated self-esteem. And honestly, it could be someone who does not realize that they are like this because their whole life they have been quite fine, life has gone on okay and they may not realize that they are even having some sort of insecurity or they may not be aware of it but the way things happen in life and when they react to them then things are happening to them and then they are following a predictable pattern in life and they are being controlled and inflated self-esteem means higher confidence but it may not mean that the person necessarily delivers so when that person encounters an opponent who is seemingly similar to him or her when things are going through and when they realize that the person in front of them is more stable they begin to feel insecure and they begin to fall apart and this can come off as very striking to them and it may throw them off a lot it can be very harmful when someone is praising you for something that is not truly virtuous they may be inflating your self-esteem to know if something is really virtuous it is necessary to put things into a perspective of the whole human race. For example, being praised for talent or intelligence is not something that is being praised for virtue in the sense of putting effort with that talent or studying and making use of that intelligence and talent. That is virtuous. Effort is virtuous. So as parents, we need to praise the child for effort. So they develop a more realistic sense of willpower and understanding and a desire to succeed. When we praise someone for something that is not virtuous, then we are just stroking that person, awarding the person a trophy for something that as other humans, we may not deserve. So when this imbalance happens and the person knows that they are great, they are actually feeling inferior when they look at other people. When someone says to them, you work so hard, they begin to work less hard. When a parent says to someone with a higher self-esteem, inflated self-esteem, you are so intelligent, they begin to study less. When we say to them, you are so talented, they begin to draw less good. So the person doesn't realize that they are actually chasing praise but when they get it they begin to perform less because they are satisfied because they were actually looking for praise and when they got it then 
they don't find meaning in continuing with doing something virtuous. Bertrand Russell has an amazing description of narcissists in his book, The Conquest of Happiness. And why I'm talking about this is because narcissism is a cause of unhappiness. It may be difficult to realize that you are unhappy when you are confident, but it may be hurting someone and keeping them from realizing their maximum potential. So I was reading an article this morning about narcissism and it talked about this demon within us. Bertrand's concept was that when a person is self-centered, they tend to become isolated and they tend to become less agreeable as a member of the society. It's not the best way to live life. When we see someone, it says to us, don't talk to them or be careful, don't go near them. And the demon is also a critic. It is a self-critic. It is constantly criticizing you for your shortcomings. And this is the root source of wanting praise. And the demon is not always in the form of some voice who is criticizing you. It can seem like it is very friendly and it can say things like, you don't have to do this, it's okay. It makes you compromise in some way. And as soon as you compromise, then it switches and says, you're such a loser and you are not worthy of anything. So the way to counter this demon is the co-concept of self-esteem, which is self-compassion. Self-compassion doesn't necessarily mean confidence. Someone with a high confidence may underperform compared to someone with a high self-compassion who may not be as confident. Self-compassion is a source of stability. So these suggestions are for anyone who wants to form better relationships with others, have better empathy and empathy can be learned. I know this from experience. So I'll read this passage from the article I was reading today. The critical inner voice can be tricky because it doesn't always sound critical. It can sound self-soothing, luring us with thoughts like, don't trust anyone else, you're fine on your own, just take care of yourself. Of course, the minute you take its advice, it is there to scold you. You're such a loner, no one will ever love you, what a loser. The inner critic also comments on the people around us, warning us against them or pushing us away. It encourages self-protection and although it can be extremely harsh towards us, it can also encourage a self-centered mentality. Many narcissistic personalities are hiding deeper feelings of unworthiness or fears of failure. Generosity is one key element to happiness and a positive sense of self. So these four key principles. First, giving something that is sensitive to another person. It's not about material things, it's about being giving of yourself. And I know this for a fact, how to practice this. Do read the book, The Five Love Languages by Dr. Chapman, Gary Chapman, if you can. It explains to you how different people prefer to be loved in different types of languages. Some people feel loved when they are given gifts, even though you may not feel so. Some people like physical touch, 
like pats on the back, some like verbal affirmations, like I'm proud of you, you did a good job. Some like quality time, you know, just spending time with them, looking in their eyes when you're talking to them, being present in the moment with them, doing various activities with them, giving them your time. And acts of service, doing something for them, like grabbing the groceries for someone, cleaning someone's carpet, doing their chores for someone. You know, when I started giving some of the people I knew their primary love languages, they completely changed emotionally and they really opened up. And even when the relationship was casual, like parents, we talk to them all the time, they completely changed when you begin to do these things. Second, being open to another person expressing appreciation to you. You know, the simplest way of accepting appreciation is just saying thank you and nothing else after that. That is the kindest way of accepting a compliment. It means that you are taking the time to internalize what someone is saying to you and you have accepted that. Third, accepting the generosity of others. It's important to let others do things for you. I've been practicing this. I realized that I was someone who does his chores for himself and I cannot accept help from my parents because of the nature of our relationship, they tend to be overprotective and that is very dangerous to me as a person for someone who has ambitions and wants to succeed. So I must do these things, but sometimes when they lovingly, respectfully offer to do it, I allow them to do some things for me. And when I allow that, I try to be mindful to not let them do that again over and over and forth, showing appreciation for the generosity directed toward you. When you have a relationship with someone where you do not practice words of affirmation, it may be very difficult to say I love you to your mom or dad. And in case of parents who are overprotective, it may be difficult to say thank you to them. I think this is something that should be practiced. To conclude the article, when we emphasize compassion over esteem and measure our success in terms of what we give as opposed to what we get, we build a solid sense of self that can leave us feeling less stress and more satisfaction in our lives. We can overcome insecurities and accomplish much more. And when we fall short, we can take a positive and resilient attitude that ensures better outcomes in the future. And this does not happen when you are awarded trophies all the time. Finally, we establish a self-image that is grounded in truth and coated with substance. We can see and appreciate our self clearly, even without the selfie. The link to the article is in the description. The article is by Psychology Today. The title of the article is, Is There a Cure for Narcissism? Studies say we are becoming more narcissistic. How self-compassion can help. Thank you so much for listening.